Okay, welcome to the Innovative Builder podcast. I'm Rory, your host. Today we have Jennifer with us. She is the newest member of the JNRS team. Yeah. So if you could introduce yourself and just say a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, I'm Jennifer Ellington. This is my second week with JNRS. Um, so I'm still very new, still mm -hmm. kind of learning the ropes with everything that you guys do, kind of your processes and everything. Yeah. Um, I just moved here <laughs> to Duluth from South Carolina, where I lived for three years. And before that, I lived in North Carolina okay. and I grew up there. That's kind of where I was yep. born and raised. So you just moved here on a whim for a job or yeah. you have family here? No, I don't. I actually had never been here until I came up here to interview in person. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And that... So what caught your eye about JNRS or how did you come across this? So really kind of in the past year or so, I've, you know, I think over the past year, kind of a lot of things upended a lot of people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I kind of just got to a point where I was kind of dealing with some things and realized yep. that I really needed to, some change. A little change. change of scenery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I needed a lot of change, more than just a little. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually started kind of going on, you know, things like Indeed and kind of looking mm -hmm. for jobs. And I didn't really know where I wanted to move. I just knew when I wanted to move. Yeah. So I would put in like interior design or kitchen and bath design in literally United States and just kind of <laughs> see what came up and kind of get a, an idea yeah. of kind of what was where and kind of you know, how different areas are doing in our industry and yeah. things like that. Um, and then I found JNRS kind of that way. And then I kind of... Through Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of, I'm very specific with how I do things. So yeah. kind of throughout that whole process, I would find a listing and I would look up the company and I would kind of look at it and be like, okay, would I really want to work there? And then yeah. I would look up the area and kind of think to myself, would I even really want to live there? Yeah. So that's kind of would the same thing. Would you fit in in that area? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is it a place that I would enjoy being? Was like? there anything about Duluth that stood out? Actually, yes. So I really liked that it's, you know, it's right on Lake Superior. So it's right on the water. And yeah. I've kind of realized in myself, no matter where I live, I kind of, I need to be somewhere in nature. Like I really yeah. need like mountains. I lived in the mountains for oh, yeah. four years in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and then in South Carolina, I lived in Hilton Head, which is right at the beach, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I've realized, like I said, that's just kind of something about myself that I've noticed is I need something to marvel at kind of. Yeah, like, like a main landscape. Yes. Yeah. 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 So sure. that's a big thing that I really you know, it kind of caught my eye about this city because, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a port city and it's right there. I mean, yeah. I walk out my apartment and literally the whole lake is there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. And I also really liked that there's a lot of just hiking trails and yep. kind of just different things that I can do and take my dog and go hiking or have I can you, like get out. And, have you been on the Superior Hiking Trail yet? Not yet, but not I was yet. going to this weekend, actually, yeah, now that you bring that up. <laughs> that's a good one to hit. There's yeah. quite a few. Munger. Is it Munger Creek or just the Munger area? There's a lot of trails, yeah. a lot of bike trails too. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's um, interesting for sure. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of tourists in this area too. Yeah. But to think that someone would move from the ocean east coast to our area, it's pretty special actually because yeah. me living here my whole life, I don't know. How, I mean, I quite honestly take it for granted probably 
little bit more than <laughs> I should, just right. the area we have. But yeah. So how do you like it so far working here for the last couple of weeks? Um, it's been really great. Everyone that I've met, um, especially in JNRS, they're yeah. super friendly. I mean, you guys are really mellow, surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> with how much work we do and kind of construction is really yeah. generally not a very mellow industry <laughs> to yeah. be in. Um, so it's really awesome to yeah. kind of just, you know. That's good feedback. Yeah. Yeah. You want to, we, we like to have controlled chaos. That's what they call it. Right. So. <laughs> All right. So what's your role at JNRS right now and how do you hold it different from any previous work you did? Um, so at JNRS, I'm a kitchen and bath designer. So we, you know, we kind of help with the space planning here and there. And we also help with like the cabinetry and the flooring and the yeah. paint and the tile and kind of everything that goes into it. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always specialized in kitchen and bath, but yeah. my kind of main work background has been in custom cabinetry specifically. Oh, okay. Um, so this way kind of, you know, it was a little difficult at times to kind of have such a large piece of the puzzle and yeah. be kind of trying to retrofit everything and kind of, mm -hmm. you know, I, I could help previously kind of in that position, you know, in a lot of my meetings, I would kind of try to steer the clients and, you know, whatever designer I was working with on it yeah. kind of in a certain direction. Like if we're doing this type of cabinetry and this door style and this finish, you know, this would be a really good flooring and th these would be some good tile options and mm -hmm. countertop options to kind of look at, yeah. but I wouldn't be there whenever they actually went to finalize those selections. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so, so in <laughs> even this, just saying that you can kind of see how it's Yeah, so in this case you're you're grabbing hold of the whole entire thing. Yes. So that's that's probably the main difference so far. Yeah, definitely. And then, I'll just have a little bit more leeway and just a little bit more say in kind of the overall design yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, for so, sure. Which is really awesome. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um what was I gonna say next? Leading up to that question. Oh, as far as softwares and everything, do you, is it the same, similar software? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. So we use mainly 2020, mm -hmm. um, which is what I used mostly in my, you know, in the past yeah. in, in my other position. And I actually didn't even learn 2020 in design school. That's something that I learned kind of in my internship and kind of on oh, the job yeah. at my last job. Um, I've also used SketchUp, and that's another one that we use here. Mm -hmm. um, I've used AutoCAD a good bit, um, but it seems like we don't utilize that as much yep. since we can kind of use SketchUp and 2020 together yeah. and kind of get the same results that we would. Yeah, so that's of. super valuable for us, yes. someone to come in and know the software. That's a lot of times that's the biggest learning curve. Right. Because there's a lot of people out there that are passionate about design, mm -hmm. but they don't know the software. Yeah. Where you're passionate about design and you know the software. Yes. So it should be a really good fit. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you like most about the designer position? What's the one thing that gets you going? What fires you up? <laughs> um, the use of creativity, definitely. Okay. Um, that's probably the main reason that I even kind of got into interior design. And whenever yeah. I was kind of at that point of trying to figure out what I even wanted to do um, and I had found design, it was just... It was really important to me to be able to get into something that I could, you know, use that creativity yeah. and be able to think outside the box and mm -hmm. kind of utilize that to help people. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I really like about it is kind of how 
we get to share this experience and kind of help clients kind of, you know, yeah. fix their home to be yeah. the way they want it to be. And it actually ends up because of the doing kitchen and bath also specifically, those are two very important parts of people's homes. That's yeah. where they spend a lot of their time is mm -hmm. in their kitchen or in their bathrooms, like yeah. in their master bathroom, getting yeah. ready and doing all the things that they would need to do. Mm -hmm. um, so it becomes a really personal experience. And that's something that I also really like about it because we get to build this kind of bond that I think a lot of people yeah. in other industries don't get. Yeah. So them. you're connecting to the community by, you know, helping build someone's dream with their kitchen or bath. Yes. Which exactly. is a, probably the two more, most important parts of a home in the two most focal, the two biggest focal points right. of a home. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I really love doing remodels. That was another part of kind of, kind of my background. I did some help out with some new construction homes, but I oh, did yeah. mostly remodels and that mm -hmm. kind of, I have found that I enjoy remodels a lot more than new construction for that reason, because it's already, you know, they already live there. They already know how they use their space and yep. how they like it. So to kind of take it from, something they're really not enjoying and turning it yeah. around completely to something that they love while still being in the same home is Yeah, really help them incredible. imagine their possibilities by, you know, with just opening up different areas that they don't realize you could open up one yes, area and exactly. create another uh, cool living space, you right. know, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I see that a lot. That happens a lot with, they don't realize that they can actually knock, just knock down walls exactly, and yeah. move into another area. Right, and that's a another thing kind of, I'm going to ramble for a second no, here, <laughs> but it's really neat because I really like to approach different projects and kind of new projects, kind of thinking, you know, how can I make this better? Like, yeah. what can I do differently that'll make it better than the last job that I worked on? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, walking into a client's home, you know, everyone loves their home, obviously, yeah. but kind of us coming in, we're there to help them make it better. Yeah. And so approaching it in that way, you know we could walk in to someone's house and their kitchen was like the smallest room in the entire house. And it seems like it was just kind of thrown in there at the last yeah. second and kind of helping them, like you said, to realize, you know, if we knock down this wall and half of this other one and open this up completely, mm -hmm. it literally changes it to be almost an entirely different living space. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And it ties right directly in with our mission to elevate the community's quality of life. Yes. And that right there is, I feel like that's a huge way to, you know, help improve the quality of life for our customers yeah. and even the community in a, in a whole. Um, what are some key aspects of interior design that are um, important regardless of the location or the uh, client? Definitely function. I think would be the most important. Mm -hmm. um, like I was saying, everyone lives in their home differently and everyone uses it differently. Yep. And so it's really, it ends up really being on us, on the designers and, you know, the laborers and the people, the project managers and the people working on the project to make sure that what we are doing works well for them specifically. Yeah. Um, that it'll function well, that, you know, it makes sense that we're doing the things that we're doing for that client specifically. There's really, yeah. in construction and design, there's really not a one-size-fits-all yeah. solution. So, yeah. typically. What do you think, is there anything that you think could make or break a good design? Yes. 
Um, attention to detail for sure. Um, that's kind of a broad answer, but at the end of the day and at the end of the project, it's a lot of those really small details that end up kind of coming together to create that really cohesive flow in that Mm -hmm. design that we're trying to create. Um, and I'll just kind of give a little example about this, um, in kitchen and bath specifically, one thing that I've noticed kind of helps kind of tie things together, you know, because there's so many different things that go into it. Like there's the plumbing and there's the lighting and then there's the tile. And like I said, the cabinets and the hardware. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I like to do kind of in, you know, in design and throughout the process, once we kind of get there is, you know, for the faucets. And I like to look at the foot, you know, the part that gets mounted into the countertop. And oh, I kind yeah. of like to tie that in with, you know, the lighting and kind of that piece that kind of gets mounted. Yep. And there yep. are ways that you can tie that in with the cabinet hardware. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, you know, I like to have them generally be like the same shape. Yeah. Because then, you know, then you can, it gives you a little bit more opportunity to kind of play around with the overall kind of style of them. Mm-hmm. And also with, yeah. you know, mixing metals and finishes. Yeah. And so if they kind of have a similar foot, you know, like... Yep. Instead of one being rectangular and one being yeah. round. So you they're know tie- I mean? it's tying together in different areas of the space. Yes. So different things are tying together in that yeah. way. Yeah. But it's such a small detail. It's not really something I've noticed a lot of people would really pick up on. But it's, yeah. you know, those are those small details that help it yep. become that cohesive design. Mm-hmm. And so. then also tying to the existing part of the home, too, I'm sure comes yes. into play, too. Yeah, definitely. When they're not remodeling necessarily their living room or... That's or, going to be open to yeah. The so kitchen. how do you how do you view something like that? Do you do you feel like a bathroom has to tie together to a bedroom, the master bedroom? You know what I mean? Or is it kind of its own? Do you hold it more of its own? Um, th- I, or that's probably more client based, but or customer based. It would question. depend on kind of the client and the house and the layout itself, but generally especially if they have no plans to redo any other part of the house anytime soon. It is really important for us to take that into account and make sure that we're doing something that still aligns kind of with the rest of the house and that style and that kind of level of quality, you know, because you don't want, you know, if we're working on a much older house and, you know, we come into the kitchen and we do super high-end everything and yeah. we do, you know, this marble-looking porcelain tile and then the rest of the house has terracotta tile, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Things yeah. like that that we have to kind of take, take into account. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how does the design vary from the East Coast to now? Or is there anything that you've thought of that could be different in changing your design style maybe? Um, yeah, so that's definitely something that I'm kind of still learning and having mm-hmm. to get familiar with. Yeah. Um, this, like I mentioned earlier, this is my first, you know, I had never even been to Minnesota until I came here and kind mm-hmm. of interviewed with you guys. Um, so I have really a lot to learn about the area and I have a, I think I have a decent idea kind of of the styles, um, and kind of, you know, the direction that the trends kind of head mm-hmm. here as compared to South Carolina. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that is one thing, like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, there was someone that kind of came in recently, just the other day, I think, and was asking for, you know, if there was anyone that could talk to him and kind of give him advice on exterior design and kind of those materials for Mm -hmm. his house. And I 
could have offered myself up to do that, but I kind of sat and thought about it for a minute, and I really don't know at this point how Minnesota weather affects building materials or exteriors or really anything like that. So that's yeah. something that I've definitely got to learn and get yeah. under my belt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. So are you sure you can last a Minnesota winter? Do you know yet? Probably I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, you, you know, I've done enough research to kind of tell. Prepare a little. Yeah, bit. prepare a little. Mm -hmm. And I got here at a really good time, kind of right in the beginning of August, which is awesome because fall is my favorite season. So I'm here kind of yeah. during those peak fall weeks. You got the whole North Shore. Yes. To go. Yeah. Yep. And you it also run gives me of, a little prep time for winter, yep. like you were saying. <laughs> you won't run out of things to do on the North Shore in the fall. You just got to get used to traffic going up that shore. Right. So. Which I lived right before I moved here. And I don't know if you've ever been to South Carolina. I've been in like, North Carolina. Okay. So. So yeah. Hilton Head, um, which is where I lived before coming here, was... It's an extremely touristy area. Yeah. So really this level of traffic is Nothing. not bad at all. <laughs> I've been to Wilmington. Is that North Carolina or South? That's North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. So I grew up Very kind briefly. Of, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wilmington was about two hours away from where I kind of lived oh, okay. and grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Is Wilmington's right on the ocean, isn't it? Or yes. pretty close? Yeah. yeah. It's right at the beach. Well, thanks for joining us on the Innovative Builder podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yep. <laughs> and we look forward to having you on down the road sometime soon, maybe once you get a little bit more experience with the other designers and yeah. get familiar with the area and the people and the design around here. Yes, absolutely.